I wrote a famous report in March of 2019 predicting a financial crisis and stock bear market one year forward. It happened. We have now set up to have another financial crisis in 2023. Here's why. Number one, debt levels at record highs. Number two, record setting zombie companies and even some zombie countries. Three, global central banks are tightening monetary policy with a major exception of China. And four, consumer debt was modest, but is now back to highs in everything but mortgages, and they are screaming higher. The Fed will raise interest rates and reduce liquidity, leading to number one, massive corporate bankruptcies, likely next year, zombie companies will finally die. A mortgage crisis next year, but not as bad as 2008. But we will see subprime defaults in auto and revolving credit, which will hit record highs next year. We might see some city and potentially even state defaults, but they will be bailed out by the feds. Maybe some small municipalities will not be bailed out, but the states will be bailed out. I'm talking to you, Illinois. We should see record-setting student loan defaults, but I believe the Biden administration will try to eliminate some, if not all, of student debt before the November election. Now, I'm not naturally a pessimistic person. I believe that only optimists make money in the markets, but I'm pessimistic about the business credit cycle this time around. Here's why. 2008 was a major financial crisis largely because consumers took on way too much debt to buy one or more houses at ever-increasing prices. It was sustainable only as long as the Fed kept interest rates low. But they started raising rates in 2006, and they eventually got to 5% in 2007, and that was enough to break the back of the economy and the stock market. And of course, you know the rest of the story. Consumer balance sheets were way over leveraged before the Fed raised interest rates. People had jacked up their portfolios with incredible amounts of mortgage debt to buy houses. Corporate balance sheets, however, were in great shape back in 2007. Some state and local government balance sheets were in bad shape and some cities actually went bankrupt. The federal government's balance sheet was in bad shape, but the big advantage of being the federal government is you can always print money to pay off your debts. <laughs> Nobody else can. But the situation is very different now. After 2008, consumers repaired their balance sheets by paying off debt. Sometimes they were forced to pay it off when their houses were foreclosed on. But the, nonetheless, their debt was much better off by 2010 and 11 than it was in 2008. And those balance sheets were in very good shape until just last year when they started to borrow money again. Now, that was not a problem last year because they received so much cash from the government that they actually had more savings than debt. We haven't seen that in, I don't even remember when it was, prior to World War II, though. And that was amazing for Americans to actually have more cash than debt because Americans, we love debt.
but the situation has deteriorated sharply for consumers now that they don't have the government cheese. Debt has skyrocketed as people have bought ever increasingly higher priced houses. Inflation is now causing to have to borrow more to buy things like cars and consumer durables. We now have revolving debt is skyrocketing. It's almost a vertical line on a chart and it's about to hit new record highs surpassing 2008. The bottom line is that the excellent balance sheets for consumers is a thing of the past. We're fast approaching the terrible balance sheets we had in 2007. Now, corporations and governments are in terrible shape as well, and I'll talk about that in further videos. So what will happen and how do we make money from it? I'm glad you asked that question. The Fed caused the current inflation, not Vlad, not supply chains, it was generous Jerome Powell, purely the Fed. Now they're almost to panic levels and will raise rates from the current 1% to a minimum of 2% this year, but more likely, and we should be probably approaching 3% by the end of the year. They've already said they're gonna do a half and then a half. That'll get us to two and, and we'll only be in August. So the fourth quarter, at least another half a percent, so at least two and a half percent by the end of the year. And that will be enough to cause a bear market in stocks. We're already in the bear market in stocks. And it'll also cause a bear market in other instruments that are in bubbles like mm, crypto and houses. But it's going to take until 2023 before the recession hits. Remember that stocks, the stock market is a leading indicator of the economy. Look for rates to get to 5% next year. Now I'm short the stock market right now. I'm long the dollar. I'm starting to get short some select commodities and shorting crypto. So far, that strategy has worked out very, very well. So I just wanted to let you know that we also have a program. If you wanna follow my trades exactly, we have a program where I actually release all of my personal trades to members of the Stock Navigator program. So uh, I send my trades to you before I do them so we can get in at basically the same price, which is, I think, pretty good. And there's a link down in the description below where you can sign up. Think of it as a hedge fund in your email box. All right, everybody, we'll talk to you later.